Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, I finally have another guest. Man, it's been it's been rough going this uh this summer here. It's been I've I've been doing I've been doing better. I, I went down to one episode last summer. It was so crazy, like per week instead of two. So I've been I've been good with two until like this last week. So I'm I'm getting there. We're we're gonna we're gonna ramp back up for for the fall season and for uh for equip. But I have none other than Paul Jameson with the Green Industry Podcast back on the show again. How are you, Paul? Good, Naylor. Always fun chatting with you, my friend. It, it really is. We got we dusted off the cot. It's been a little while, but uh, as far as talking like this, you know, on a recorded uh, format, so we kind of dusted off the cobwebs on your show. <laughs> so we just came off of a recording of the Green Industry Podcast. So check that out after this episode if you didn't already hear that and come. To this episode from that one, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you're gonna have to do that in reverse. <laughs> it is what it is. We always have a good time. It's always fun. Where's the yes. cracker barrel? Barrel, right? Oh, Let's get... <laughs> go get some lunch or something. Actually, I I I didn't go to Cracker Barrel, but I I was kind of coming here. I was like, hold on, let me get all set up because I had just taken my wife out to lunch. We went to Panera, Panera Bread, okay. and we got ourselves some soup and salad and. Cause it's, you know, it's raining. We got like hurricane remnants going on right now and it's just going to keep getting worse. So we're just trying to be productive. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing. I'm like, let's go get lunch. She's like, okay. So there you go. What was uh, that? Keep- like 50 bucks. Every time I go there, but I have a heart attack. I get a little a Panera, little, little cup of soup and they're like 17 bucks. Like, yeah. You rang it up wrong. I'm like, no, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was 24 bucks and changed, but my <laughs> wife had two gift cards. Nice. For, 10, for for five bucks, so it's ten dollars off. So it's only fourteen bucks. So we got ourselves a bar. My wife's a bargain shopper. She finds all the deals. She's like, "Oh yeah, we'll go to Panera. I got two gift cards." I'm like, "Oh yeah." Sweet. Well, I'm not sure if we're gonna be if Panera is gonna be the official part of the Grocery Podcast. <laughs> but I mean, I go in there. I <laughs> producer like, "Paul, you gotta stop alienating companies because they're gonna start wanting to work with you." You know, what I mean, I got I got a list of uh, but but the honest truth is. I go in there and I barely get any food and the price is astronomical. So I, I like places where I get a whole bunch of food for, yeah. you know, value. I, value I, I totally agree. It seems like the portions get smaller and the prices get higher. It's like, yeah. man, like a little tiny mini bowl of French onion soup. And it's like, all right, well, I'll have a couple of spoonfuls when of I, this and it's gone. When I, <laughs> when I went to LAL last year in November, I get there, it's butt chilly cold in Michigan. So it's like, I want some soup, you know, like some chicken noodle soup. So I go yeah. on DoorDash. And I ordered a chicken noodle soup from Panera and it was 28 bucks. And they come in this little cup of soup. I was like, I wanted it instead of bowl, but it was this little raggedy little cup. I was like, how in the world <laughs> can someone sleep at night charging me 28 bucks for this? For a little and, cup. And it had a little raggedy bag of chips with it, but it was like all air and like a few potato chips. I was like, this is the worst $28. I could just see his face like you idiot. <laughs> Twenty eight bucks. I should have just flushed it out of the toilet. Man, you would have been better off going down to the hotel gift shop or whatever and buy like a granola bar or something and it'd been saved like you know twenty bucks. Man, that's yeah. Anyway, well, well anyway, then then I text Bedell and I said, hey, you because Mike Bedell lives there. I was like, you want to go grab Mike to eat? So we ended up going. <laughs> Red Robin because Panera was teasing me for twenty eight bucks. Uh, oh man, yeah. Well, we we haven't been there in a while. They've definitely changed some things, but it was good. It was good for the soul. It was good to to, to have lunch with with the wifey. That doesn't happen too often nowadays because I'm working all day and she's usually working too. So it just all worked out that it was a little bit cooler. You know, temperatures are dropping with the with the cold front coming in and the hurricane and all this stuff. It's fall is definitely here. I don't I don't think there's any Indian summers as they. Uh, politic, politically incorrect called it for many years here, you know, where it's like kind of like it just stays warm. You get these like 80, 90 degree, you know, late um, summer, early fall days. So I, I think that's done. Like we're like 60s and 70s now, which is a dream to be mowing lawns in that kind of weather. It's like, man, I wish it stay like this all the time, you know, but that's not how it is. So a little bit chilly. Weather. What's that? Sweater weather. That's yeah. That's there, what I was on Instagram. Say. Yeah. There you go. Sweater weather for sure. It, hoodie weather i love throwing a hoodie on and i can just get get after it if i need to i can just take it off and i have my my other work shirt underneath and i'm good to go it's all about layers rather than just 
wearing yep. a t-shirt and sweating to death all day and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, I'd rather layer up and then layer down or whatever. Anyway, we're getting off topic here. The bottom line is it was, it was a great, it was a nice day. Nice little lunch is, you know, chilly and, and, and is you know, rainy and all that. So warm soup definitely seemed like a good, good idea. So my wife was happy and appreciated. We had a good time, dropped her off back home and came over here to see if we can get her out. Yeah. <laughs> draw, draw at her house. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a long, it's been a long week, a long day, a long couple of months, I guess, whatever, you know, my brain's a little fried. So, <laughs> but anyway, on this episode, folks, enough with the five minute banter intro here, we got going on. It's fun. It's all fun times whenever we get Paul here. Right. Um, <laughs> we, we want to talk about equip because we're only a month away, right? It's, uh, the 30th it's less than a month away. Yeah. So we're, we're, it's, it's like three weeks away, I think technically. So it's coming fast and furious. So hopefully those of you listening know what the equip expo is. Hopefully you have already registered, but of course, if you haven't, there's always a, a link in, in the episode description for 50% off registration, which would be helpful now because the price, the early bird special is gone. So no more $10, you know, uh, with 50% off. I mean, no more $20 at 50 off to 10. Now it's whatever it is. So it's probably double that now at this point. So you definitely want to make sure you hurry up and register and hopefully you can find a place to stay if you haven't already. So this, th- this episode is not about any of that. It's about assuming that the folks listening to this are already coming what are you going to do when you're there? Right. So like, what, what, what is, what are the great things to do? And Paul, I know you've talked about this um, on your podcast recently and the kind of like your agenda and what things you want to do and all that. And I just wanted to kind of get some more perspective specifically uh, from you on certain things. And then also just kind of go into some of the updates, which I've talked about like in the past, but want to get people back up to speed in case they're new to the podcast or didn't hear the previous episode. Um, mm-hmm. So for me and for the community, the two things that I really enjoy at Equip Expo are the rally, right? We used to call it the GIE rally, but it's not the GIE anymore. So we just call it the rally, YouTube rally. I mean, that's what it always was from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's where we all get together and we hang out after hours, right? After the expo closes. So it's at 6 p.m. Uh, it's since last year, it's at Copper and King's um, uh, Distillery. It's, you know, like a, a, a wine, what, not wine. It's a distillery. Like they've got, you know, bourbon and all that kind of stuff, uh, but it's a really nice location, really nice place. You can take a tour of their distillery if, if you're into that kind of stuff too, but they've got a huge outdoor courtyard, a couple of covered areas where we keep, you know, all the, the sponsors, AKA the brands with their tables and swag, and they can talk and hang out and they make it all free by paying for everything that the food's catered. Um, so you can come there if you're hungry, you don't have to worry about squeezing in food somewhere because there's tons of traffic after the expo closes out. So (laughs) people have a hard time going from the expo to anywhere after that. So if you're trying to get to the rally, you know, by six or or earlier, it's, it's, it's hard to do that, to squeeze all that in because there's a lot of traffic. So trying to get dinner, you know, eat something is, is yet another obstacle. So that's another reason why I wanted to just make sure we have food there. The origin, origin story, you know, we used to have it at Pleasure Ridge Pizza, and that was uh, already a, a, a restaurant, right? You could just get food while you were there. But when you, when you outgrow restaurants and you have to go to like real venues that you have to book way in advance, there's there's typically no food there, you know, or you have to pay for the food in advance uh, to have it catered and things like that. So that's what I did. Again, the brands pay for all that. And I just saw the growth. A lot of you probably know the story, so I'm not going to go all into it, but there's, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of growth over those first few years. And I just didn't know how we were going to keep going in pleasure rich pizza. We just didn't fit. So I was just trying to figure that all out and coordinate with the few brands at the time, which has now grown. Uh, like I said, on your episode, brands don't ever not do it anymore. It's just more brands want to be a part of it. Like we added Kohler last year as an, as a new sponsor. So there's a lot of folks who just want to be a part of this great community event. We had over 600 people show up last year Prior to COVID, we had 600 people again in 2019. That was our biggest year before last year. Um, but so Copper and Kings is just a great location. Uh, like I said, outdoor courtyard area, very reminiscent of Pleasure Ridge Pizza. I know you were never at Pleasure Ridge, Ridge Paul. You were um, Your first time was at the Mega Caverns, correct? Right. I know Tony Rudolph and you and 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 Calfus and Chisholm and, and all, Stan and B&B. I'd watch on YouTube and see y'all hanging out there and I wanted to go so bad, but I used to work in radio and we had a remote broadcast that same week every year at an arena here in Duluth, Georgia that I would have to go to. So 
I kept missing it. And then I'd watch it on YouTube. Like I'd be waiting for videos to come out. And then as soon as one come out, I'd watch it. And then I'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to go to Pleasure Ridge and hang out with everyone. So finally, when I told my boss, I'm not coming to the remote event, fire me or whatever. I'm not going, I'm going to Louisville. It got moved to the mega cavern. I was like, oh, I never got to go to Pleasure Ridge. Oh, but but you were able to see it. You were able to see it on camera. You saw it on videos. You were never actually there. I saw the networking and the community and like people meeting each other that watch each other on the internet. And I was like, that is so cool. Like, I feel like you guys are my friends, but I, at that point I had never met you in real life. You know, I had never met uh, Keith. I know LaMarche was joking when I, when I met Keith for the first time, it was at your, at the rally at the mega cavern. And I saw Keith Kalfas for the first time. And I was like, starstruck. I was like, Oh, that's Keith Kalfas. And he walks up to me and he's like, Hey, Paul Jameson. Right. I was like, yeah, I was, you know, he knew my name. I was like, Oh, that's cool. And he's like, can you do me a favor, bro? He's like real serious. (laughs) Sure. He's like, will you hold my camera and film me? And I was like, okay, you know. So I'm sitting there holding his camera. Long story short, I forgot to hit record. So, oh god, <laughs> following him around, and uh, I had asking him later. I was like, hey, did I do a good job? And he was like, you know, he's like, oh man. <laughs> you forgot to record. Oh, my God. oh man. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Little did yeah. I know it would be a uh, habit, a bad habit of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's all good, man. We, we, we all have our things. It's a, you, you live and learn, right? Oh, right. Man. But I also real quick, I don't want to steal, steal you, uh, your, your back drop story. But at that same night, I met Keith Kalthus. I met Brian Fullerton. Um, we were actually just chatting about this last night, but I was standing out at the, and we're not at this venue anymore, but I used to go out in the parking lot and kind of greet people um, with my other friend, Brian ring. And Brian Fullerton came walking in with Liz. I didn't know who they were. And, you know, I introduced myself and he thought I was your assistant, but um, <laughs> little did I know now Brian's one of my best buds. He called me this morning, you know, 8 AM, you know, all charged up chatting business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so anyway, I met Keith Kalfas. I met Brian Fullerton at right. the rap in real life. And and yeah. now that both of them, I have their cell phone numbers. We talk on the phone every now and again. Um, so you can't, re- you can't replace that um, in-person fellowship. You know, what we're doing now is cool, virtual Zoom and stuff like that, but so much better in person. I, I couldn't agree anymore. Like a hundred percent. That That's exactly why I wanted to continue you know, the rally, I wanted to, I wanted to help it grow. I want, I knew it was outgrowing one venue after another venue after another venue. So I wanted to keep it growing so that more people like you, Paul and me, because my the first time I went to Pleasure Ridge and I met Geek to Freak for the first time, Greg Chisholm and, and Blake and Keith, everybody, everybody that's now. And, and then folks that, you know, that came and went, like I met all of them. So I had the similar experiences of following them on YouTube and met them but, in person. But I had the experience too, rookie of, being just a lawn bro, you know, not a social media influencer component. I didn't even have a podcast and I had like three people follow me on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like my right. cousin and my aunt and Pookie, like, but <laughs> um, I, I had, there was no clout, no podcast, no social media. I just enjoyed going and, you know, meeting Tony Rudolph and meeting, you know, yourself and John Pajak and, and Rusty. And, you know, um, the list goes on and on Joseph, the pace and these friends of mine on from social media, it was just fun to to meet others, not yeah. just the Keith Kalfas's and the social media folks. So C- correct, yeah. I, I think that I think the rally has definitely taken on a life of its own. Like it, it, I think in the in the very early couple of times when we only had like the first one that I didn't even go to, there was like maybe like twenty five people or something that showed up with Geek the Freak and Keith Kalfas, just a couple of folks on YouTube. And then, you know, a, a dozen maybe or so folks that went to the show that follow along. But then, and then it grew quickly after that to the point where all of a sudden now there's just tons and tons of people that go, you know, 600 people that go. There's not 600 YouTubers, you know, like, out of that 600, it's probably 5% of that is actually like, like what you would call quote unquote, like big YouTubers or content creators that have like a large following and work with brands or this or that or whatever the deal is. And there's a lot of people on social media clearly obviously otherwise they would not know who we even are but they're not necessarily posting a lot of content regular or whatever but the point is that other 500 folks 550 folks that are attending are all talking to each other of course they want to 
you know, hang out with Paul, maybe get on Paul's podcast, you know, or, 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 you know, meet Brian or me or Blake and shake her hand and take a picture maybe, or introduce their wife. Like, Hey, you know, this, this is the guy I watch on, on YouTube and, you know, in bed before we go to bed and now you get to meet him in person. You know, like I've heard that story a ton of times when I meet people's wives, they're like, yeah, my husband watches you all the time. I'm like, what in the world? Are you enough already. So like, it's just one of those, uh, one of those experiences, you know, and everyone just, so of course that's going to happen. But a lot of people, yeah. oh, a lot of people are just getting together. <laughs> it was so funny, man. <laughs> oh man, I just oh. I'm single, so I imagine married people are you know getting in the mood and getting uh getting busy at night, not watching Naylor on YouTube. No, man. that's not that's not how it works, man. <laughs> when you get married and you, no, when you get married and you kind of have kids and you mature, like you're laying in bed talking about your day, reading books and, and it's like, I'm tired. And you just go to bed oh, and one, really? one person's what? left, one person's left high and dry watching YouTube. Not all the time, obviously. Hopefully but, in my know. household, we get some action there <laughs> there's plenty of there's there'll be plenty of action kaden uh, <laughs> okay plenty of of action <laughs> oh man <laughs> anyway right, back, to, back to the <laughs> back to the regular scheduled program right oh man oh, um, <laughs> so in addition to those kind of experiences and funny conversations and stuff and like oh yeah it's good to meet you there's tons and tons there's hundreds of people just talking to each other like oh man yeah i'm in michigan oh i'm in illinois i'm in connecticut or i'm in florida i'm in alabama you guys do this or you know like army worms let's talk about that right that was a big deal last year <laughs> a lot of topics about <laughs> army worms like man how'd you deal with your oh, army worms and all that like it's just one of those things it's a lot of a lot of brothers and sisters oh. getting together having good talks and conversations oh, about man. all that stuff <laughs> what <laughs> I was just thinking of Joe collected his money. <laughs> Billy. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Billy Late story. night podcast talk. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. We change oh. the subject. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you want to go to bed and Paige act like, wait, Paul, what about them army worms? And you're like, come on, man. I want to go to bed. Oh, oh yeah. Good. yeah. We got to talk about the army worms. Yeah, exactly. So so that, that happens all night at the at the rally for three hours. Everyone's talking about work and and life and just having a good old time you know it, it's just it's just a fun experience and so i didn't want to see that go away is ultimate you know bringing it back home there the ultimate moral to that story was that uh, i had the same similar experience that you had when you went for your first time and everyone that goes for the first time whether it's to equip and or the rally because sometimes people go to equip and they haven't even gone to the rally maybe they had other commitments or, or whatnot but the first time they go to the rally, they, they, they're just like blown away and they're overwhelmed and they just have a great time and, and they want to come back every year. You know, again, why, why not? It's free and all that stuff. Um, and there's lots of great things to do there. Uh, and so just a couple of updates this year. So like I said, it's very reminiscent of the original Pleasure Ridge Pizza with the outside courtyard area. They've got a huge fire pit, which Pleasure Ridge didn't have. So it's basically a nice much larger, more deluxe version of that, but it still has a very similar vibe, which is what all I wanted to do was just find a bigger pleasure ridge, you know, like pizza environment, like just that outdoor air space and indoor restaurant. And so you had different options and we just outgrew it. So I think Copper and Kings is the right spot. They've got a huge building that you can go in multiple floors. The first floor is a distillery. Second floor is like, they call it their art gallery. And they set up a bunch of tables and a, and a cash bar for people to, uh, bring their food up there, you know, get drinks if they want, sit down, relax. There's food downstairs as well as a cash bar downstairs as well. So they have everything spread out. So people aren't bottlenecked in one specific spot. They're kind of spreading out. <clears throat> and the third floor was closed off last year. The third floor is their restaurant. And I so badly wanted to go there just to try it out, right? Just to see how, mm -hmm. you know, how nice, how good the food was and the ambiance, because I could see that it was way up there and there was a balcony like, you know, three stories high, whatever that is, it's, it's high enough that you can overlook the the downtown, you know, city of Louisville. And you could see the river oh, wow. out there and you could see Louisville Slugger Stadium and all this stuff. I'm like, man, which is right around the corner. And I was like, geez, that, that would be awesome to go up there. But it's closed, you know, and, okay. and it had, had these weird hours and the, the hours didn't line up for while I was actually there and had time to go. So I never actually went up there. 
So this year they're opening it up for us. So they gave us the third floor. So we have all three floors and the outside. So we literally have the entire place, which is exactly what happened at the previous venue. We just kept outgrowing one space and they had to give us another space. And we just expanded into like this whole, you know, corner of this, of the venue. But the same things happened with Copper and Kings. They're just giving us free reign to the whole place now. So plenty more room for growth. If 700 people want to show up, you know, then we still got plenty of room for that and so on. So really good time. Exciting. Um, one change is everything is in house, which is easier for me from a logistical standpoint. Now I just have one point person. I don't have to talk to the caterers and talk to the venue. Now I just talk to the venue because now they do the catering as much as they loved the old caterers and some of the other local caterers, they decide to do it all in house. They really went big, you know, with their event planning and, and really turning this into a big deal. So, um, they have their own personal chef that plans the meals and all that. And we had all these conversations and talks about what we want. And I wasn't trying to get crazy or fancy. I try to keep it simple and basic. I know people want, you know, chicken sandwiches, you know, just finger food, just, and some good stuff as well, snacks, as well as some substantial meals and have all that kind of mixed in a variety for everyone, even some vegetarian options and all have, have that on the buffet. So they're going to be catering it this year. I would imagine it's good food, but I didn't get to eat at the restaurant, so I have no idea. So I'm hoping it's good. It's Copper and King's Distillery. It's kind of a legit location. Like it's like a restaurant that you can go to any other day of the week and they have book out the venue and then they have distillery tours and all that. So it's not like it's some hole in the wall place. You were there. What, what, what was so that now, now moving along from that, um, please register for the rally. The link is always in the episode description so that you can register. So I can, it's again, it's free, but I just want to know. I want to know how many people are coming, you know, right now only 200 people have registered and last year, 600 people showed up and it wasn't until that day that the 600th person registered for it. So I get it. We got a lot going on. It's last minute and all that, but a lot of people are last minute. I understand that, but please do, do me a favor and just register for this event so that, you know, the, the, the brands want to know, the sponsors want to know how many people signed up, how many people came ultimately and all that, which we can track that at, at the actual event as well. But I just want to, I just want to be able to know how much food, how many shirts, all this stuff. The, the brands want to know how much swag to bring. I'm like, well, last year it was 600, but I don't know now. I mean, only 200 people signed up. So, you know, the more the merrier. Tell, you know, make sure you're telling anyone else in your area, always talking about it. We're talking about it at the Equip Expo. Like, hey, you going to the rally tonight? And people are like, oh, no, I don't know anything about that. And we're like, what? So we have to like educate them for all that. So I get all that. But if you already know about it and you're planning on coming, but you haven't registered, please click the registration link in the description of this episode, the, the, the episode notes below, please, so that we can get a good description. Because in two weeks, I have to give a final guest count to uh, Copper and Kings of how many people are coming. So uh, I, I just kind of guess because I never really know because no one really, not, not enough people register in time. So just, just do me that favor. Uh, moving along on to that, the last thing I will say, if you really want the whole origin story of uh, the GIE rally, what it was called back in the day, uh, back on episode 86, I talked to Spencer Lawn Care, Sean Spencer with Spencer Lawn Care. We talked about the whole origin story because he was a big part, one of the founding fathers of this event. Um, and it's grown uh, to where it is now. Uh, we, we sat down up at Toro HQ last year uh, when we were up there for an event and we, we talked about it and it was a great episode. So uh, you can go go into that after this and you'll get all, all the order story. But Paul, what did you think about the, the venue compared to, so you, you, this is, you didn't go to all three, but you've gone to the last one and now this one. So what are, what are some things that you, you want to talk about? Okay. We'll do, we'll do pros and cons. Uh, do you want to start with the pros or the cons, Rook? It doesn't matter, whatever. I mean, it's all it's all about get, getting better and growing and improving. Yeah, so we'll start with the pros. Humongous space. Um, I mean, there's, like Naylor said, I never even got to go indoors. So Naylor's sitting there telling me there's one floor, a second floor. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even make it indoors um, because I found a little corner where I set up my podcasting board and I got to interview um, Kevin Hansen, who's the lawn care juggernaut. And he's like, hey, hey, I want to introduce you to my friend. So I interviewed this guy, Spencer Bosley, Bosley, SB Mowing. And this was um, October. So he said, yeah, I just started a YouTube channel in August. So he's two months into his YouTube channel. Well, since then, SB Mowing's blown up. I think he has like, I don't even know if you've seen him on YouTube. He has hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Yeah. And it's a ton of views. Um, he yeah, was actually... 
I was going to say, yeah, him and Phil's lawn care are landscaping, right? So yeah, they're just blowing no, up. Yeah. Now listen, Phil's lawn care is going to be coming to the rally. He's really excited. He's, he's driving Naylor from Idaho. It, Idaho. It's, it's like 10 third. hours away or something, right? Oh, <laughs> have you, Marty, are you listening to this? 10 hours from Louisville, Kentucky to Idaho. <laughs> I have no idea, man. I've never been to Idaho. I've never been there. <laughs> Speak for yourself. You're the one that doesn't know where anything is. You had a map on your wall and you had no idea where where everything was. <laughs> How long oh, is it? 30. How long is it? 30 hours. He's driving 30 hours straight. How is that even possible? What is it in California? What is going on? I don't know. It's by Canada. Oh, okay. It's way up there. Pacific Northwest. All the way up. All I know about is potatoes. (laughs) There you go. Oh, man. So anyway, Phil's driving 30 hours and he's going to come hang out with us at the rally. And, um, but I got to meet um, Beck the Beast at, at the rally last year. I didn't know who she was. She's a TikToker. Um, which I have my, all my thoughts about TikTok. I don't like, I don't watch it. I try not to, but I, I try to you. post, but that's a whole other story for another day. But anyway, it, uh, Beck the Beast is on there and uh, I got to meet her and SB Moen and Juggernaut. We got to do a podcast episode and it's like, where else other than the rally are you going to mingle with folks like that? I didn't even know who Beck the Beast was in SB Moen. And now I'm like, you know, of course everybody knows who they are. You know what I mean? They're, they're a yeah. big deal on media, but they were just organically there. Just like, you know, right. And then that's, that's a cool thing that you're pointing out because you, I don't, didn't know Beck the beast either. Neither one of us did. And, and we, we've been, I mean, I've been running the event and you've been going to the event for years and Beck the beast shows up, but we have no idea. You know, I, I know juggernaut, so he knew Beck the beast. So I'm guessing he or someone invited her and that's how it all works. That's why it's, it's all about the wow. community. It's all yeah, community. It was long care. I know I, this is like your third shout out, Tony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Rudolph. I, I've shouted about like three times this episode, but he's he was in, he was uh, encouraging Phil to come, you know, and and just gotcha. like like you know, come to the show, come to the rally, and he is he's he's coming thirty hours, and who knows how many other people are making long drives. My drive's like six and a half hours. So anyway, the rally is a great way to network. I said I was going to mention the pros first, and it's not really a con, but I do want to mention it just so you have a strategy. And the that's parking, parking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're working on that. Yeah. So I got there early. Me and Jason Creel left the, um, we had like a meeting for at at the, uh, the expo. Right. So me and Jason, I was like, man, I really wanted to go back to the hotel and and get, um, a shower. I stay in downtown, but I was like, I better not. Um, so me and Jason are like, that's what I try to do. That's why it was like, oh man, six o'clock comes fast. I'm just saying it was a lesson learned. Yeah. So me and Jason went over there and we're literally the first two people to get there. And um, we struggled guys to find a parking spot. And we were the first two people there. Cause it's like, it's not a big parking lot. So um, yeah. anyway, right. I'm just saying if you're going to go be prepared to, you know, park a couple blocks down the road and, and don't do what Corey Ballard did. Excuse me, Corey, uh, for big friend, but he left. I think he, they like drove and they got so frustrated that there's no place to park that they just left. No, it was because so, the line was so long and it wasn't moving because there was a bottleneck, which we right, we were fixed. fixing that as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was like, "I'm not waiting." <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm just saying, expect this is a this is a uh, you know, a big an event. event. Yeah, the people big were wrapped event. around the block. It was like like oh, it was a yeah. concert or something. <laughs> yeah, and so if you know you're going, you know, maybe Uber or um or, or what's the other one? Yeah, Lyft, uh, carpool. Lyft, yeah. Um, a taxi, or if you are going to park, just just have the endurance to get in where you fit. And I went. I lived in a college town, so I just kind of, you know, I just eh, well, you found a spot. I found one for real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I I left afterwards. James Mansky uh, was there. He's like, "Hey, can you be right back to the hotel?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm walking to my car, like thinking, I hope my car is still here." I was like, "I don't hope." <laughs> oh here. man. And yeah. uh, we get back and it's there. And then, then I ended up driving to Indiana because we got to talk. And the next thing you know, I see a sign that says, welcome to Indiana. And I said, I think I'm I lost. Think I, miss, I think I missed that turn. Yeah. <laughs> so Once you go over the bridge, you're in Indiana. Forget uh, it. Yeah. Welcome to Indiana. And, and you're about said, to go oh, visit Rusty. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we're, we get, we getting close. And I said, uh, <laughs> let me get the GPS. <laughs> so, let me get the GPS. 
Oh, man. Hey, guys, if you haven't registered yet for the Equip Expo, formerly known as the GIE Plus Expo, you can save 50% off registration with code LCR. You can follow the link in the episode description. You can also get the link to register for the rally, which is free thanks to our sponsors Echo and several other sponsors. You can click the link in the episode description for that as well. That's Thursday night from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And if you want to, if you don't even know what the heck I'm talking about and you want to know the whole history of the rally, you can go ahead and check out episode 86 on my podcast here, the LCR Media Podcast, where Sean Spencer with uh, Spencer Lawn Care and myself go into the origin story of the GIE rally and how it all started. And if you want updates on this year's rally, uh, all that is on episode 163, just a few episodes ago. So I hope to see you guys there and check out the episode description for all the details. Sorry about that. I hit the uh, mute button on accident. I was laughing so hard. Uh, <laughs> that's all good. But uh, but but, but I, I do want to I want to speak on that though. So some some improve. Well, for one thing, I had the same. Ex- I always do a walkthrough the day before, especially because it was brand new. I'd never been to Copper and Kings. That's another thing. I'm doing all of these things from Virginia. I don't know anything about this stuff, right? And I'm 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 utilizing Louisville tourism and some of the local folks uh, that we know and love from the community that are that live in Louisville or in Indiana, like Rusty Average and, and folks like that, that have chimed in over the years and given me suggestions, helped me with this and that or whatever. So that's that's all this stuff. It's a community collaboration. It's not like I'm just like this you know, special person that just all, but I'll do it all myself. And boom, it's like, perfect. Like, no, like it's all a team effort, collaboration. We all help each other out. I'm just trying to keep steering the ship. You know, I just try to keep it all in the right direction the best I can. But so when I showed up uh, on Wednesday last year, I was like, wow, this place is amazing. And Mitchell came along with me as well. Uh, Cause we had just had breakfast uh, before that. And he's like, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to head to the walk. He's like, Oh man, can I come too? I was like, yeah, yeah. Let's not make a big announcement though. I don't want like 50 people showing up at the same time from breakfast. Like I need to have like a private moment to walk this venue, you know, for the first time. So it was just my Mitchell and I, we had a good time and he was just like, wow. He's like, what, what? Forget about the other venue. He's like, there's something sweet about this, man. I was like, yeah, this is pretty nice. Like I was blown away seeing it for the first time. So, but, I remember turning around and being underwhelmed and saying, so where is everybody going to park? <laughs> I remember looking on Google Maps ahead of time, too, trying to figure this out and asking them on the emails chain, like, so what's the parking situation look like? Because it looks like this is downtown just on a street. Like, where the heck are people parking along this street? Like, that's going to fill up really fast. There's 600 people that came last year. Like, what? what is the deal? You know, and she she reassured me that there's a parking lot across from 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 it and uh you know like certain times of the day or whatever it's it's free you know and it's empty and all that stuff so that that didn't really so i'm like when i'm there i'm like so where's this parking lot you speak of and oh yeah it's that i was like well it's full well yeah it should be empty if blah, blah. and i'm like oh man so it's like that there was some issues there obviously i drove around though and explored the area you know when i was there last year so this year i was like hey how so about that parking <laughs> Didn't work out so great. What are some backup plans? Louisville Slugger Stadium is right there. Is there any, you know, I mean, people can just park there and walk two blocks over. Like, is that a thing? She's like, I'm going to look into that. I'll contact them. There's a soccer field over there. There's a whole bunch of things, you know, other businesses and other parking areas that aren't affiliated with them that she's going to look into to see if we if we can uh, utilize that, you know, for uh, backup purposes in case, you know, like overflow parking. So there, there's going to be some solutions there, but ultimately the best thing to do, like you said, Paul, is to carpool or, or mm-hmm. uh, Uber or Lyft or something like that, shuttle over somehow, some way, but it is downtown. And as we all know, most, you know, metropolitan downtowns, there's no parking. It's a lot of traffic and a lot of walking. So there's parking garages and things like that, but that's unnecessary. There's not even any over by, by this venue. So you don't even have that opportunity. So we're working on the parking. We should have some final updates that I can announce, you know, in the coming days and weeks for that. So everyone is prepared. I know I talked about it on my story when I was down there. I think I took over service autopilots um, 
Instagram and just did, did stories like the whole day prior and basically talked all about the rally, showed all the behind the scenes because no one had ever seen the venue yet. So I did all that. So it was all first first looks there, showed the parking, talked about it, carpool, that stuff, okay. trying to convince people. But either way, it's just it's just a lot of people. It's a lot of people coming to a great event and there's just going to be some logistical things like that. It's not like a concert uh, stadium. You know what I mean? We're not going to see the the Falcons or anything like that, where they've got a whole infrastructure built for parking, you know, like, unfortunately that's not how it is. So we just have to, we have to have some grace and, uh, and be prepared like to Paul's point. Uh, but what we are trying to make some improve, improvements there. So what, what were the other, what were the other cons? <laughs> that was, that was the only one. I mean, I, I just wanted to mention it because what I didn't want to happen is somebody get overwhelmed when they see a, you know, the, a bunch of people, you know, waiting to get in and park in and, and just give up like Corey Ballard did. And I, I told Corey, you better be there this year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, just have, you know, just have a plan for that. I'm hoping, Naylor, I'm doing Energize from two to three. Typically events like that, they say it's going to end at three, but it goes a little long or whatever. So I'm right. I'm hoping to get out of there at like 3.15, 3.30. And then what I'm thinking of doing, this is just a tentative plan is driving back i'll be staying at a hotel downtown get in a shower putting on some fresh clothes because you get sweaty and tired and dirty after um be i mean you walk a lot at the trade show all day and i'll have two events under my belt influencer live and 8 a.m then energize uh, you know so i'm gonna be tired after energize no nope, right intent. <laughs> that's great you're gonna be tired after energize pounding those red bulls and then you crash crash and burn yeah. well the problem is i don't drink red bulls i mean i, I know can, i know I'm just joking. then i won't be able to sleep that night and friday friday's like my secret uh weapon because it's like a light day at the trade show so that's like yeah. my like i take friday way more serious than i used to as a day to like connect with brands and walk the trade room show floor and everything. So I got, I got to be fresh Friday morning. Well, anyway, I'm going to try to go from energized to the hotel and, um, get a freshen shower. Up. Yeah. Freshen up and then get, you know, um, the, the problem with Uber and for me is if I bring my podcast equipment, yeah, uh, I probably want to drive. So anyway, I try to get there early and, and find a spot. So that's, sounds that's good. My, yeah. That sounds that's good. good. And I, I'm going to be a jobbers booth. Um, the the sponsors of the event like have a little not necessarily booth but they're just kind of set up in the corner yeah they have their little table and jobber always had last year they had a phenomenal setup the photo booth and everything cupcakes and all kinds of stuff they're gonna have something similar this year by the way yeah working out the details on that so yeah they asked me to come to their booth from 7 30 to 8 so i mean i'm gonna already be there from six to nine right they want to make sure you're you know not podcasting or something at yeah, that point. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking of podcasting again, maybe at that same little table if it's sitting there. And then um, you know, take a little break, hang out the jobber booth, eat a cupcake or whatever. And then um, you know, those those podcasts are always great because everybody's all fired up from the day and in a great mood and it's just fun. Yeah, I remember listening to them last year. They sounded really good. I remember I was like, where the heck is Paul? And I just see you in the corner over there. But you yeah, know how it is. It's so busy. Aaron, and if you're listening, Aaron Strunk, I know I need all hands on deck again this year because Aaron, um, he's from Illinois. He like watched my podcast equipment when I go to the bathroom and like, you know, he just, he, yeah. he, he held it down. He was on the show too. But again, Aaron if, from Illinois, if you're listening, thanks again. And you're, you're hired again. I know Mr. Producer says he's under. <laughs> But Aaron was on the stage <laughs> as well. But he 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 took one for the team and um made sure no one stole. If someone would have stole my podcasting board, man, all the oh. all that footage would have been gone. Yeah, that would have been rough. I, I uh, anyway. there would have been no purpose for that. There would have been no, they would have just harmed the podcast. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. it's like they enjoy listening to the podcast. They steal your stuff. No more Green Industry podcast. <laughs> like why would you even do that? Oh man! Well, I'm just saying. I no, no, I know, I know. But somebody would really have to be not in their right mind for something like that. But you never can. But Aaron's a big old, uh, you know, Illinois boy. He just double checking. Yeah, making sure. Absolutely. To just be perfectly honest, I wasn't worried about someone stealing it. But what I didn't want is people like, oh, there's a headset. They like playing with it. Yeah, let's press record. (laughs) Yeah. So I just like you know what? I this isn't a toy. You know, this is my livelihood. So 100. percent Anyway. Better, better safe than sorry. And I forgot to mention also that um, 
there's always a raffle. There's always a raffle oh, every year. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of the brands contribute to some raffles, to some giveaways above and beyond some swag. You know what I mean? Like it's normally like actual products. So just an example last year, I mean, every year it's something, but last year, uh, Echo gave away their 9010 backpack blower, which is a beast. Caleb for Pennsylvania won that, I think. He sure did. Yeah. Um, at which side note, <laughs> because the guy that won it originally was in the bathroom. So that's a whole another side topic. We tell everyone, we give everyone a raffle ticket when they come in and we say the raffle's at 7.30. If you're not here at 7.30 and we call your number, we're going to move on to the next one. Like we, you know, what else are we supposed to do, right? Like people want to move on. Maybe they want to leave and go to another party or go downtown. So we got to keep it moving, you know, like, boom, you know, here's your number. You win. Yeah. Woo. All right. And here, you know, here's talk to echo or talk to whoever, and they'll get you squared away. Like if people are flying, then they'll ship it to them. If they're driving back, you know, grab that 9010, you know what I mean? Bring it back with you, like whatever. So, but anyway, that was just like a side thing. Make sure you're there. You know, you have to be present to win. Like we're not, I'd, I'd been there, done that. And that was awful. Like, oh yeah, you don't have to be there. You know, I'll just write your name or, or email or something down and phone number. That that was a fiasco trying to reconnect with those people and all that after the fact. So you have to be there to win, you know, and you have to physically be there and come up with your ticket to win. It's unfortunate that gentleman was in the bathroom, but again, watch your time. And when we're running around screaming all over the different floors, raffle in 15 minutes, raffle in 10 minutes, five minutes. Come on guys. Like you need to listen to that. That's all I'm saying. And this year they're the, uh, the staff of copper and Kings. Cause I, I said that I, I told them about that. They're going to help. So, cause they have staff all over the place. Right. So then they have walkie talkies and cell phones. So they're going to communicate when it comes close to the raffle, they are, uh, they're going to be on all the floors and all over the place. So they're going to just relay that information to everybody. Like, Hey guys, just, just a reminder, raffles coming up in 15 minutes or seven 30. Remember the raffles coming up. You got to head down to the courtyard so you can get your, see if your, if your raffle tickets picked. So anyway, those are just some logistics there so that people can legitimately win and feel good about winning. But yes, Caleb won because he was there and he <laughs> had his raffle ticket and he got his 90, 10 back, uh, backpack blower. Um, also, Skag um, was re- giving away their 30-inch, uh, you know, commercial mower. That's that was like just coming out, huge deal that year. Everybody was like all about it for many different reasons. Uh, a lot of you know, a lot of a lot of big Skag fans. And 30-inch mowers are are kind of commercial, are kind of hard to come come by, and they're not all the best. So they kind of did some different things with theirs to make it you know different than the other ones and. People were just all hyped up about it, so they were super excited. And I think someone, I, 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 I honestly think someone from Alaska won that. I know you were probably mixed, busy doing a lot of things, but I, I believe it was a gentleman from Alaska that won that. And I was like, "Holy cow, good for you, dude!" The fact that he even came to the rally was amazing, and then he won the thirty-inch skag, whatever it's called, you know, a mower like a turf something, probably, you know, and. It is it, it, that that's amazing. So, and then there was other prizes as well, like, um, you know, other, other giveaways with gift cards, swag packs, like ultimate swag packs, you know, um, Cujo yardware shoes and, you know, all these things, uh, everyone kind of had their, had their thing. There's not a requirement by the brands at all, but most brands participate. So that, that'll be fun and exciting too. So that's just an extra thing that you could potentially, uh, win something while you're there too. So it's, it's just, a, it's just a great event all the way around. Um, and I'm excited to put to put it together every year and i'm excited to be there every year and it's 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 what a lot of folks look forward to just as much as going to the expo themselves so yeah and then yeah and then and i won't go into the influencer live which was thursday morning earlier that morning because we went all into that on your episode uh right before we got on this one so if you guys want to hear about influencer live which is thursday morning at 8 a.m and a little bit of the evolution or a lot about you know knowing me right short story longs a lot a lot of evolution of the influencer live on the green industry podcast we went went into that there and uh, some of the updates for this year so check that out and that's that's all I have for uh, for this episode to get everybody hopefully hyped up and educated. Make sure you guys go, if you're not already, go onto the Facebook group, Road to Equip, because we really, I, that was a destination a long time ago, many years ago, I think 2016, so four, six years ago, I created that uh, Facebook group so that it could be a destination to streamline communication. Because prior to that, you know, I'd make a YouTube video, Blake with BB Lawn Care, make a YouTube video. This person would post something on Instagram. That person would post something in some random Facebook group. And it'd just be a hodgepodge of stuff. 
and there'd be people commenting on my stuff or their stuff or like, Hey, who, who's doing what on Wednesday? Do you know where Blake's going to be? Where's top notch going to be on Thursday? Like, and it was, it was just a hot mess. And I just felt, and I didn't even know where anyone was going to be. So I just wanted to streamline this and have some sort of, you know, one line of communication so that everyone knew where to go to see where all the action was going to be. All the meetups, you know, top notch could get on there and say, Hey, I'm going to be downtown you know, Thursday night at like 10 o'clock at, you know, whatever the name of the restaurant may be. And, and then everyone knows, you know, it's just a cool way to connect and communicate. They can click on the profile and message them on each other on Facebook and become friends and stuff. Like, so I created that group back then for that reason. It's really evolved and it's all like over 2000 people on it. Wow. Nothing but, yeah, nothing but equip. It's all about equip. Everyone just either going to equip has gone to equip or wants to go to equip, you know, and, and, and just all talk about that. Uh, right now it's everyone's constantly talking about stuff because it's, it's coming, coming fast and furious. So I say all that to say that all this information that we talk about is, is on there. You know, if, if Paul has something that he wants to post a, a podcast about equip or a link about an event or whatever, the same thing with uh chance daily hustle, he's got the parking lot meetup uh, on Thursday at a certain time. Um, uh, uh, Mitchell's got the Merrill's whiskey kitchen meetup, um, on Tuesday night, like everyone's got participating in all these awesome events. Now, you know, the rally, all these things, influencer live, it's all posted in there. And I pin it all to the top in the announcements so that you can just easily see it and click on it and get more information or register if, if that's something that you need to do for that event and so on. So it's all there is my point. Plus you can ask questions, you can see old posts and go in and and, and and maybe get questions answered from other comments that were already on there and stuff like that. So it's become a great resource. The Equip Expo themselves are constantly on there and answering people's questions. It's it's like there's more activity sometimes in that group than on their own page. Sorry, Equip. I you know I'm just saying I'm just I'm just stating facts. So it's all about that community engagement uh, on the road to the Equip. So definitely check that out uh, if you have any questions and for all the communication leading up to and during the show. Do you have any parting words or anything, Paul? Do you want to leave with everybody? Uh, that's good. I think on Wednesday when the show opens, Naylor and I are going to be hanging out with Mitchell at the Toro booth. So yes. um, the show used to open later on in the afternoon on Wednesday, but thankfully they bumped that up. So you can actually get access at noon on Wednesday, October 19th. So uh, I would encourage you to come right out to the Toro booth if you're going to be there early on Wednesday from noon to 2 uh, I'll be hanging out there with Naylor, Mitchell Gordy, and myself. And then uh, right after that, I'm going to swing on over to the Xmark booth and hang out there from two to three with uh, Fullerton. And uh, so that's uh, that's kind of my Wednesday. And then I'm going to head back to the hotel and um, podcast. By the way, if you want to swing by my room, I invited Phil's lawn care. He's going to try to lay low on Wednesday night and get a few podcasts like we did last year with Jeremiah Jennings. So yeah. Yeah, so that's it. But yeah, you all, you all can check out. I have a podcast. It's called the Green Industry Podcast. Uh, Naylor was with me at Waffle House in 2000. It was August of 2018. And I told him, I said, hey, I really think it's about time I start a podcast. And Naylor, you know, go for it. And so uh, here we are over 800 episodes later. And yeah. uh, if you haven't listened to it, um, check it out. So it's yes. we have we have fun. So uh, absolutely. And we're. What's the, where's the best place to uh, find any information about your, your plans for equip, you know, above yeah, and beyond be, influencer be, live. when we get closer to the show, I'm going to get on my Instagram stories and as well, my newsfeed on Instagram and post them. I'm not doing it this far out because people will forget, but um, my, my Instagram handle is at green industry podcast. So right. um, I'll, I'll post it over there. Um, like where I'll be at certain times, but the main things to remember are, um, Toro at noon when the show opens. Influencer Live, 8 a.m. at um, the main Thursday. ballroom the main day, yeah. Thursday morning. Thursday afternoon, I'll be at Energize um, at 2 p.m. That's a new event. And then, of course, the rally, uh, 6 to 9, Copper and King's Distillery. Th those are like if you, those are like the main, main, main ones. Of course, there's all these sub offs, like, you know, I'll be at Mitchell's thing and stuff like that. Right. Those are the four main ones. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. I look forward to hooking up with you again uh, at the Equip and hanging out and getting some content and just just having a good time and meeting everyone, talking and um, just you know just just really networking. Uh, it's it's like like everyone says, the family reunion, right? We're all getting back together and 
just feeding off each other. It's very ener- energizing uh, to get us all pumped for the rest of the year and uh, finish finishing strong and then starting off the new year strong as well. So yeah, thanks Nate, for being uh, on the show. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, absolutely. When you watch like these animal shows on TV where they like show you the animals like out in Africa and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. When, when the animals alone, like a lone wolf, you know, not necessarily a wolf, but you know, it's by itself. The prey a lot of times pick them off. And right. When they're when they're grouped up together, even like two lions together, or even more than two, then the hyenas or whatever. I I yeah. don't watch too much TV, but <laughs> oh, man, <I> don't. <laughs> yeah. The, the, well, anyway, you get them. They were showing one lion all by itself, even though the lion's a scary animal, the most scary. Right. The hyenas would come and like, you know, pick a fight. And, yeah. And, but when the lions are together, ain't no one messing with them. Right. So we, as a small business owner, you need other people. Like we need, I need Naylor. I need John Pajak. I need this community and we need each other. And so come and like develop friendships, get plugged in and talk. Even if you're an introvert, like Naylor and I are actually quiet introverts in real life, but you just got to go and put yourself out there and, and, and shake hands, exchange business cards and, and, and contact information and, um, we just need each other in this community. So I, I can't thank you enough, Naylor, for, you know, a wedding. Like most people don't have 600 people come to a wedding. That, that like stresses people out for months. Like <laughs> you and planning a wedding for like 225 people. And you're you're planning an event where you're paying for everyone's food, essentially for 600 plus. Like, thank you for doing this for our community, man. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. I, I appreciate those kind words. I I, like I said in the very beginning, I, I had a similar experience as you, and I just, I just didn't want to see this not continue. You know, I just wanted, I, I didn't want anyone to feel left out. I wanted to give every opportunity for everyone else to have those same experiences that we had to go. So that's why we keep going, and that's why we keep growing. And um, so, be there, guys. If you're going to the Equip Expo, definitely head to the rally. All the information is in the link uh, in the episode description, as well as for you to register for that event. Again, it's free. You know, the venue has to be paid for, the food has to be paid for, all this stuff, but you don't have to pay for any of it. So just just all you got to do to pay is click on the on the uh, the registration link. There you go for free. So just take us a couple of minutes of your time and that's it. Um, and I will say, guys, thank you for listening. Please share the show. Um, share any, any episodes of the LCR Media Podcast and the Green Industry Podcast, of course. That, that that resonates with you because you know there's people out there you'd be surprised i've never heard of any of us or one of us or all of us or whatever and and maybe maybe they'll benefit from this whether whether they're in the industry or not uh, maybe there's just things we touch upon sometimes that are more personal than than lawn care specific for example and you know it might help them out so just share the show that that's the biggest thing that's what's going to help everybody grow um, personally and professionally including the podcast and the podcaster so thank you guys for listening Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And until the next episode and the Equip Expo, a.k.a. the Rally, (laughs) uh, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry, with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help, so you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.